everyone, welcome to Trust the Trail. We are your outdoor guides, Ariane Petrucci and Scott Jans. This is episode 142, Don't Get Stuck in the Muck. On this episode, we call attention to all aspiring through hikers. This is not a drill. Don't watch the adventure, be the adventure. Your someday is today. We give you five tips on how not to get stuck in the muck. Join in on our discussions on our Facebook group page. Just go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash trust the trail podcast and come join this topic of conversation. Come hang out with us and be part of our family. So we wanted to first start right off the bat before we get into any of the uh, nitty and gritty of the podcast topic tonight um, to say a huge thank you to everybody that listens to to you, um, our podcast family. Uh, just really uh, super appreciate that. Uh, sometimes we get rolling in these episodes and uh, we looked tonight and uh it dawned on us that we had not said a thank you for a while. And so (laughs) we just wanted to um, just wanted to say thanks for supporting the podcast and um, making it um, to the podcast that is today. Uh, January was one of our biggest months ever, and we could not have done it without you. So huge thank you to everybody who listens and supports the podcast. We really appreciate it. I, I have to say, I was really impressed with the engagement in last week's episode post, it it actually it inspired me. Uh, seeing all the chatter and the talk on our Facebook community page, it was it was just really it was heartwarming to see the other side of us talking all the time. Yeah, <laughs> somebody's listening. <laughs> and and the thing is, you know, we we really enjoy uh, doing this for you, uh, Ariane and I. We don't do it for ourselves because you know we we live together, so we <laughs> we we can hear ourselves talk anytime we want to. Uh, but we really enjoy uh, bringing this uh, to you. The only time uh, I would say that you don't is when you uh, yell at me. You may be seen and not heard. That's the only time I'm not allowed to talk. But for the most part, for the most part, we're pretty chitty chatty with each other. You you make it up in the podcast. <laughs> So huge thank you to all of our podcast listeners and everybody who uh, is out there. Uh, we really super appreciate your support. So we wanted to do this episode and this topic specifically because it's it's February and in the southeast we have a, we kind of have a long distance trail called the Appalachian Trail. Kind and of. <laughs> because we are in Georgia. We see a lot of activity scurrying around this time of year, uh, specifically on Facebook groups that we belong to. And one of the the things that really always, uh, I guess, piques our interest, it not only piques our interest, but sometimes it's it's a little, um, oh man, I, I, I don't know what word I can use. It's maybe a little frustrating sometimes uh, to... Um, get the barrage of of gear questions and questions about what people should do. And it usually starts out, hey, I've never gone backpacking before, but how would you hike the Appalachian Trail if you were me? Or, or perhaps it's maybe tailored a little bit more specifically to something, but it's still pretty broad 
in terms of a question that is posed. There's certainly an uptick at this time of year. It starts, yeah. It, it usually starts late late January. It really gets going in February because, you know, people are going to hit the trail. And then, of course, then a few months later, it's the Pacific Crest Trail's turn. And you get the onslaught of um, people asking questions about the Pacific Crest Trail. Um, but those are the two big trails that most people are interested in, in uh, through hiking and, and experiencing adventure on and uh, getting out there. So uh, this particular episode is just really about, look, there's an infinite amount of questions (laughs) that can be asked about backpacking, okay? But the truth of the matter is, is that you, at some point in time, will find yourselves not living the adventure you wanted to because you're on the couch or chair or in your office or at work scouring thousands of YouTube videos <laughs> and listening to our podcasts and other podcasts. And you find yourself saying, you know, I've been living this dream for months now and um, I still haven't gone hiking yet. <laughs> still sitting on the couch. And we, we kind of like related how how could this how did this relate to, to us? And it does because we have actually found ourselves in a very similar in a very similar like cycling trap, uh, non hiking related. Yeah, so when you know, you guys know we were we've been renovating this air assume to take it on the road and it's done. Um, but there for a while there, um, we were in this endless loop of Watching videos and listening to podcasts and asking all the how to's, reading the forums, and <laughs> what did everybody else do? And we got caught in the trap, and I found myself addicted to two things. One uh, was uh, learning how to build something um, or put something together, like a 12 volt uh, circuit or a 30 amp or whatever that was, whatever that was. But also um, on Amazon looking at gear. <laughs> and I, I remember going, well, what's, what's the best? Because, like, you know, you don't what know. What am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to purchase? Well, like, what is right? What's the difference what's between the this 12, uh, what, what's the difference between this 12-volt circuit breaker box and this 12-volt circuit breaker box? And so we really uh, can empathize with new backpackers that are, um, you know, they they want to they they have an adventure to do. They have an agenda. They want to get out there and do something great, and they want to experience the um, a long distance trail. And so, you know, they get on a Facebook group or they get on a forums or they, you know, they they ask a question and. Um, they get onslaughted with a million different answers. And they're just like, I was just asking what color socks I should pack. <laughs> and, you know, the the, 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 the engineers come out. And, what color socks? And it's like, well, uh, to me, the blue actually takes the effect in the sun and it does this. And, and you're like, uh, really? Um, so we, we get it. We, you, we understand you, you, it. You get too much information for a simple uh, need to know or how to or just simply reaching out for a little bit of support in an area perhaps that you're not well versed on 
And this really hit home for us as we're thinking about the uptick in the season and how everyone's preparing and everyone has endless amounts of questions because we got to a point in our renovation that we just stopped asking questions. We just had to logically think through how to move forward because by 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 seeking the questions and trying to figure out exactly how to do something, we got so much information back and everybody had a different opinion on how to do it or what was the best or how to go about it or it became so overwhelming that we, we halted and weren't actually able to move forward. We weren't able to make a decision on how to build the couch. We had seven different options and we're just like endlessly in the cycle of going, well, which one do we want to do? How do we go about doing this? Perhaps can we merge two together? And it just, it, it halted us moving forward and it, and it got us stuck, got stuck in the muck of trying to figure out how to build a couch, <laughs> something so simple. And the thing is with being stuck in the muck is that um, you are kind of afraid to get out, but you're afraid to stay in. And so, um, because getting out means you have to make a decision, but staying in is very uncomfortable and it keeps you away from the very thing you want to do, and that's make a decision. Well, not making a decision simply disempowers you from having confidence in moving forward, and that is kind of what we're talking about today. Yeah, um, so we thought uh, long and hard about, you know, how we wanted to present this uh, topic um, to, to new backpackers, but even people that have a huge aspiring dream to get out there um, and to, uh, you know, have an adventure. And uh, so we're going to give you five tips on the best way to start. Uh, and we thought really, we kind of really meticulously put these together and, and, and applied it to our, our own life, which all of our podcasts, we apply it to our own lives. Inspired um, by real life stories of <laughs> Scott <yeah>. and Ariane. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> right. in, in, in many ways i mean don't don't all stories develop don't all uh how to's essentially develop out of of knowledge base of actually doing it yourself you know i feel like this is like a, a commercial where you see like the little subtitles on the bottom saying this is a dramatization of the actual <laughs> events that occurred you know <laughs> or these people are actors and do not represent real people um, but it, it is. It's like everything that we talk about is um, either because you know we we screwed it up, or we uh, we lived we we learned the hard way, or uh, we thought, wow, that we that was so cool. We need to share that. So this is real life stuff, and uh, uh, yeah, you couldn't have said it better. <laughs> you hit the nail on the head. So essentially, we're we're offering you guys a t a timeline for you to say get off the couch, get out of YouTube, get off of all these forums um, and and start beginning balancing what you're asking for advice in and, and the learning how to actually just get out there and do it for yourself. So we have five tips to get you actually out there, not thinking about getting out there, but really pushing you out the door and getting you on the trail, encouraging you to just move forward. Yeah, so if you... Get out of the muck. Get out of the muck. So if you're a new backpacker and you have uh, 
you know, you have some long distance aspirations. Um, and, and believe me, there's a lot of you out there. Uh, I, I'm right there with you. Um, so this kind of this podcast is, is for you specifically um, because we know what it's like to, um, you know, we know what that's like. So I, I would say let's start from the very beginning and, you know, you, you like, you know what, um, I want to go hike. I want to, I want to go spend three months on the trail. I'm going to go backpacking. I'm going to go do something great. I'm going to do the Pacific Crest Trail or I'm going to do the Appalachian Trail. Um, so the very first thing that I would do, lessons learned, of course, I would do is start out slow and get wet. And I mean in the rain, in the cold, in the snow. In the muck, in I the mean, high, you're high winds. You're worth the the day you decide. Hey, I think I'm gonna hike the Appalachian Trail, or I hike the Pacific Crest Trail. What I want you to do is, I want you to pick a day where it's miserable outside. Put your tennis shoes on, or your hiking shoes, or your walking shoes. Put on a used rain jacket, or borrow a rain jacket, or if you have a rain jacket, put it on. And go for a walk. And I mean just a walk. A long, nice hour, two hour, three hour walk. I don't care if it's around your neighborhood. I don't care if you go to the high school track and just walk along the track. But pick the most miserable, god-awful day <laughs> when the weather people say, it could be, well, I'll tell you what, this weather, it's a good day to stay inside. That's the day you go. That's the day to get outside. Before you out of the comfort zone. <laughs> right. Before you ever hit the trail. Now, why would we say that? It's because the day you decide you hate backpacking isn't the day after you've spent thousands of dollars on gear, you've been shuttled to the Appalachian Trail, you're out there alone. It's gonna take you four to five days to get back home after you decided, well, this sucks. <laughs> that's that's not the day to make that decision. And so you start out slow. <laughs> you know, you 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 start, you know, you you've got to to backpacking is all about an adjustment in your thinking for a minute in your lifestyle for a minute and to embrace something that you're not absolutely going to be comfortable with right away. And if you can expedite that to make it less um, sucky for you. Or even intimidating with the unknown factors. Yeah. Or, or learn how to have fun with it. You know, like, oh, my God, this weather sucks. I love it. Which <laughs> you know? seems to be Scott and I's MO. Yeah. Uh, probably. <laughs> I don't know where it went wrong in our brains. But it's, but it's good. So, like, I think a lot of people think... Hey, I want to do something. I need to learn how to do it, and then I'll know how to do it. But it doesn't work like that. You have to take baby steps towards the goal. Um, and, and starting off slow, not too slow, starting off slow and putting yourself in those uncomfortable scenarios is really going to escalate your confidence to a huge level to allow yourself to keep going back. So start out slow and get wet. Yeah, I think, you know, that uh, the the one, um, 
I guess the one parallel I could think of is when, you know, uh, when I was a young kid, um, when I was learning how to drive, a friend of mine came over who had a uh, manual transmission, a five-speed. And he goes, come on, I'm going to take you driving. Well, I didn't know how to drive a five-speed. <laughs> I didn't know how to shift. I mean, what, what's the clutch? What's that? What's that whole thing? What does it do and how does it work? Yeah. And so was I good at it the first time? No, I probably stalled the car a hundred times. I mean, I probably chugged the car. I'm sure we, I'm sure, you know, he spilled more coffee and drink trying <laughs> to teach me how to drive. Um, and then we'd get to a little hill where I'd have to pop the clutch and put in first so I wouldn't roll back and hit the car next to me. You know what that's called? That's called peer pressure. <laughs> And so, or you know, just straight up fear. <laughs> straight up fear, fear, probably. It would be fear. <laughs> but I think, I think with any kind of you know big change you're going to take in your life, and, and and you know when you have a dream or you have a big adventure or something that you really want to do bigger than yourself, you're not going to be perfect at the first time you do it. So don't expect to be perfect the very first day you hit a trail. Oh, and by the way, the first. 100 years 100 yards you start hiking up a mountain and that's the appalachian trail and you get a little bit luckier when you do the pacific crest trail but the pacific crest in ways, trail in ways yeah well the pacific crest trail is like congratulations you have 22 miles to go before you can fill up with water so you got you you, you are in a completely different environment so start slow get wet you know, really embrace that weather suck value to the point that you are laughing in the rain and then go home. It's raining, dry off, get warm and cozy, and then go download singing in the rain. <laughs> well, you'll find that it doesn't become as fearful as you had predicted it to be or, or what you the worst of what could be in your imagination. That was my mom's favorite movie, Singing in the Rain. I know. So I, that's what I would do. I would watch that and then uh, celebrate singing the fact the that... Singing in the rain doesn't have much to do with would, what we're talking about I would, here. And then I would sing it every time I'm on the trail <laughs> to let everybody know that I'm above the rain. <laughs> I've transcended above the rain. Oh, too funny. All right. So you guys... Uh, uh, that that uh, start out slow and get wet. Very, very important first tip for you. Our second tip is don't invest in gear until you invest in yourself. Huge. So simplistic. Well, that is the, that's the biggest thing that most people, I won't say the biggest thing. I would say that is the most common mistake that all of us do right away. And look, look at, I did it, Ariane did it, everyone does it. But what we're here to tell you is that there's more work you need to do. And when we say kind of invest in yourself, let's talk about the the real ability of um, an aspiring through hiker or an aspiring long distance hiker. Or even if you say, I want to conquer this long distance trail, Pacific Crest Trail, Appalachian Trail, I want to be out there for two months. Let's just say two months. Physically, there's things you need to start doing. And how are you going to invest in your dream? How are you going to treat yourself and give yourself a better than average chance to meet the goal of what you want to do? 
And so that takes, you know, maybe you start exercising, maybe you start, you know, while you're out singing in the rain, maybe you're literally dancing in the rain to get that exercise. <laughs> the cardio. <laughs> and to get that cardio going. But that's what well, that's what we're talking about. We're we're talking investing in, you know, you're you're hitting the trails and you're getting out there and you're 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 exercising. The more experience you can get out um, on the trail, you know, running the trail, you know, hiking the trail, doing those ups and downs, you know, getting your feet ready. That's all investment that you are going to, that you should be putting in to successfully, um, you know, meet your dream goal or be that adventure that you want to be. Because nobody in their right mind expects you on day one to stand under the arches of the Appalachian Trail and say, by the way, it's an eight-mile hike uphill to the beginning of the Appalachian Trail, and you know you've not, you haven't hiked in three years. Nobody expects you to run up that trail. It's going to be hard. And so by investing in yourself, whether it's mental, whether it's physical, because really and truly, people do the opposite. They will go out and buy all the gear first and then think about themselves second. And it's really the other way around because your gear doesn't do the hiking for you. You are doing the hiking for you. Your gear doesn't tell you, hey, keep going, man. You're going to do it. Don't give up now. No, you it's a very tell yourself that. It's a very stagnant hiking partner you have <laughs> yeah, yeah, your yeah. gear. Yeah. It's very unmotivational. And then but- your gear at some point says... You know, I am kind of heavy. You could have gone lighter. And then you get pissed off at your gear. It always says that. It always says you could have gone lighter. Tell your gear to shut up, man. <laughs> but I think I think in many ways when you begin something, you're like, well, I need to be outfitted for that sport to be able to do it. Whatever it is, whether you're a runner. You know, if if you're looking at getting running, you're like, well, I need I need some tennis shoes. I need I need something to get started. And so it's a very common kind of misconception um, or or trap to fall under. And then once you start the the search for gear, it it pulls you in and sucks you in. And it's very hard to pull yourself back out. So if you can borrow gear, appropriate gear, gear that's going to be more suitable for you, it's a good way to get into the sport geared up without having to invest in the cost before you actually even know if you like it you may hate it and that's the key you when we say invest in yourself to see if you like it you know before you spend all this money i mean if i was gonna if i told ariane hey i really think i'm gonna gonna sail across the the world i'm gonna sail around the world in a sailboat i would say i'm staying uh on on foot because i (laughs) i get seasick right you would tell me dude you couldn't make it six hours on a (laughs) world war ii vessel without puking over the. i highly doubt you're gonna like this you know you're you're, why don't you see if you can handle you know 24 hours on the water and of course i would learn i I couldn't so but then i'd have like a two million dollar sailboat sitting in the driveway so that's what we're saying is like you invest in yourself and and find out whether you like it whether you can do it whether you want to really get better at it and that's really all before you really need to buy uh you know before you buy gear one now you know is is there an investment in gear once you kind of make that decision Oh, absolutely. Is that when you start looking at gear? 
Absolutely. You got to have gear to get out there. What we're saying is you don't have to invest a lot of money into it before you decide, yeah, I think I like this. I think this is going to be what I want to do. You want to go camping. You want to, you know, uh, get that feel for what it's like spending a night in the tent by yourself in the wilderness. You want to do that before you spend all that money on gear. But once you do, once you make that decision to go, well, then, yeah, then it's gear time. Now, you know, we've just started doing our uh, gear talk podcast on our Patreon page where we kind of talk about gear that we like, that is cool, that we think are good trends. And we kind of do a how to look for that gear before you make a decision to buy that gear. Because Ariane and I don't do this is the best gear. Um, so uh, we do that for our patrons on our Patreon page. It's called Trust the Trail Gear Talk, where we just kind of talk a little bit about what gear. We just did the rain jacket, which, by the way, I think it could be the best rain jacket out there. <laughs> it, it is. It's a pretty It's a pretty cool rain jacket. God has his finger hovering over the purchase if it wasn't, button. If it wasn't 250 bucks, <laughs> that thing would be shipping to me right now. Well, but, I, think it's, I think it's important to notate I, that it's not so much about uh, the best gear, but it's really opening up a discussion about different gear options out there and, and how it may be more suitable for you yeah. and, and, and the key points that you want to pull from it to fit fit within yourself that you're yeah. investing in yeah and along with that podcast we we talk about how to choose a rain jacket and what to look for how so <laughs> you know and uh you know how to hit that buy button but uh we answer your question before <laughs> you ask the question <laughs> but you know that's that's just that's just super important you know you just gotta yeah before you invest man you you really gotta get to know your trail lifestyle um and see if you really even like uh backpacking altogether and then go out and then do your, your research on gear. So our third uh, tip for you is set realistic expectations for what it might not be. Yeah, so what, it, what people think it is and what people uh, tend to see what the reality is, is two different things. And I think that should be uh, a huge awareness step for new backpackers is that... Um, what you what you think it's going to be is going to be uh, hiking uh, sometimes with a bunch of people. It's all the friendships you'll make and all the great uh, times that you're going to have sitting around the campfire. The views. The views. The weather. Uh, singing Kumbaya could be in there. Um, <laughs> but the reality is is that... Um, it, is, it, is, it is those things. The, like the first few days. But... It, uh, I, I would say it doesn't withstand the test of time. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right way of saying it, but it, it's, uh, it's less that than it is what you don't anticipate it being. Yeah, the, reality, the realities of a long-distance hike, even if you go out for a month or two months, um, it doesn't make any difference whether you're on the Pacific Crest Trail or the Appalachian Trail or the Continental Divide Trail. It doesn't make any difference. It, it's all the same reality. The realities are this. It's hard. You're not going to like it. You're gonna be sore. Um, you know, you're gonna have your muscles. You're gonna your muscles are gonna be sore where you didn't think you had muscles. You're gonna be tired. You're gonna be exhausted. You are physically going to be and mentally going to be beaten down. 
you're not going to want to sit around the campfire. You're going to want to go to bed at 7 o'clock at night. You're not going to want to hear people singing Kumbaya because you're going to yell out of your tent, shut up, I need to get some sleep. <laughs> you're, I mean, these are all realities, and the reality is that they're going to be days and nights that you might be by yourself. And you are, at times, going to be lonely. And that's more the reality of, of the trail. You're going to be, times you're going to be so hungry and you're going to open up your food bag and you're going to look in your food bag and you're going to say, what the heck? <laughs> did and not want this tonight. I didn't, there's nothing in this food bag that even makes me uh, remotely attractive to food. <laughs> and so that's the reality of it um but yeah there is camaraderie there are um good times and there's a lot of laughs and and all that stuff happens but it's sporadic all these glamorized things that 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 you're kind of anticipating it to be whether you think you are or you aren't um you really need to set yourself prepared for all the things that you kind of don't expect a lot of times we pull negatives and hold, I would say we hold more value in our negative experiences. Uh, they weigh more heavily on us. They, they impede our decisions moving forward far more uh, heavier, more drastic than like all the positives do sometimes. And, and when you are in one of those mental downs or those lows that you will experience out there, it's 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 very easy to 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 side with the difficult and if you go in and you prepare for all that that you you expect it to be all these things the difficult the cold the lonely 10 million other things that may be more impactful to you as an individual if you anticipate those and you expect them then you're more prepared to face them and to move forward from them and have a plan and have success. a plan when it happens because that's the reality of it is that people don't plan to to be lonely they don't plan to have it suck they don't plan as in my through hike in 2003 not to see anything but a white cloud <laughs> for was it white was it gray for the first 30 <laughs> days of my hike <laughs> I still damn nature. Um, I still have better feelings for Mother Nature on that. But that was the I didn't plan for that. That was the that was the last thing I I that was the last thing I thought. The last thing I expected uh, for that. And the and the thing is now with social media, of course, it's exponentially worse because you know you you look at an Instagram feed now of somebody's a uh, long distance hike. And they've got, let's say they've got 60 photographs on there and you're scrolling through and every single photograph is epic. It's beautiful and people are having fun. Oh my God, there's banjos playing and, and it's just all great and it's so <laughs> epic and adventure. And you're like, I'm going to live that adventure. And then 60 photographs is great. But then you have, you know, the, the reality is that while well, you've got, you know, uh, you know, 14 states to go through. And when you break down a picture five and a half months of hike through hiking the Appalachian Trail. Well, that's like five percent. If if five percent of your of your hike. Your, your so, math is a little off. So that's what we want to say. And the Pacific Crest Trail is, you know, we see the same thing. Um and, and the and the PCT has a lot of different 
uh, variances uh, to plan for. And most of the time is like, wow, I didn't expect it to be this flat in the beginning and it's desert. You are in the desert of backpacking. And so right away, you know, your issues are water, dry mouth, not being able to have uh, taste. And, you know, why, why can't I taste my food? <laughs> why, you know, and you have a whole different slew of issues in the beginning. And then, of course, then you've got snow to deal with in the summertime. So it, it's a completely different range of issues that you are going to have to expect and, you know, have to deal with. And uh, some, so, set, so set real expectations of what you're your hike is going to, is going to be. So that kind of leads us directly into our fourth uh, tip for you. And that, and that is just simply create your own adventure, your own adventure. Yeah. So this is kind of a big one. Um, So don't underestimate your ability for you to have an epic adventure in anything you do, in anything you do. And when I say this is because no two adventures are ever the same. Adventure is like DNA. No two people are going to have the same experience doing the exact same thing because we all have different perspectives on how we look at things. That's what makes us unique. What I see out my front window is going to be different from what you see out of your front window, even though we're looking at the exact same thing. So when... We talk about being stuck in the muck. We talk about, you know, kind of the endless loop of watching video after video after video of video and and going to, you know, listening to Scott and Ariane's podcasts over and <laughs> over again. And what we want to tell you is that at some point in time, you got to stop that. Because you are not getting value from that anymore. Yeah, you can learn new tips. You can learn new tricks. You can learn new, maybe a new pieces of gear that are coming out. Maybe there's something new somebody else is cooking or doing. That's all great and that's value. But when you're beginning and you're going to go live your dream or going to go live your adventure and you're getting ready to do something epic, you got to cut that off. Because that's not, that's not going to give you value anymore. And you're going to have to make a decision to say, I'm going to be my own adventure. And what does that mean? Where does your adventure start? Your adventure starts the day you decide to be your own adventure. That's the day your adventure starts, that day. And so whether it's going back to number one, where we say, go get wet in the rain and go practice in the rain, that's your adventure. That's the day your adventure starts, when you make decisions to go do and be uncomfortable to go do what you want to go do. And there's nothing more fun. You know, most of the big laughs that Ariane and I have about all of our adventures and the trips that we go to, yeah, I mean, I have a lot of memories of the trail. But you know where most of the memories are? Getting to the trail. Yeah. You know, and, you know, getting there and just actually making the effort. Or trying to get there. Trying to get (laughs) to the trail. You know, but that's that's usually where we laugh more. We have so many. I mean, yeah, we have a lot of Grand Canyon memories and stuff like that. But our biggest, I'll bet you we, we tell this story more times than anything. Our, our, we tell the story about not finding the Grand Canyon 
the biggest hole <laughs> in the ground. ground. But so we tell that story a lot. Why? Because for us, that was part of the adventure. Now, you know... Um, that was very impactful, but it's because it's only happened to us. It was our adventures. It was our steps that led to the, the not finding the big hole in the ground. But it's... but it. These are the opportunities when you create your own adventure and stop riding in the coattails of another or, you know, letting their adventure bleed into your own. You've preset expectations. It it fuels your own adventure. It fuels an appetite for you to continuously get out there. And that is going to continue to drive that passion and that drive for you getting out there yeah and let us be clear about this uh this adventure does not mean um going and uh hiking 14 states or doing the pacific crest trail or doing the john muir trail or 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 you know doing something epic for six months that could mean getting out and hiking for the first time or taking a friend of yours and saying you know what yeah we could sit at home today but let's go hiking and let's get outside Maybe it starts so small. Maybe you are just going out to get some exercise and you're hitting the trail. Or you, or you grab your friend and say, hey, I've never gone camping before. Let's go camping. Do you know how great of an adventure that is? You know, you go, probably going to get lost. Probably not going to find a good camping spot. Maybe you don't know where to camp. But when you, But when you do and you find it, and you get that fire going, and you cook, and you probably are not going to get any sleep. Let's face it. No one sleeps their first night of camping. No. Let's face it. I was going to sugarcoat that. No. I was going to sugarcoat that, but let's be truthful. <laughs> Nobody sleeps. So when you don't get your first night of sleep, but the thing is, that's where the adventure is. That's the fun. That's where the stories come out. You know, trying to figure out how the gear works or how to set up a tent that you know you you pulled off the Walmart shelf and 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 you had no idea how to set it up but that's where you start that's where your adventure starts you go from that and and have we seen that happen before yes yes we have you've heard them on our podcast before they have sat and talked to us about i'm thinking about and then the next thing we know they did it um we had a girl say to me, I will never go backpacking alone. Three years later, sent me a voicemail. I'm going backpacking by myself. So it starts, your adventure starts the day you decide to be your own adventure. And I, I think, you know, watching social media and, um, you know, and, and we know we were there with the Airstream. We, we had to give it up. At, at one point in time, we had to actually tell ourselves and I remember the day. That's when we really started renovating the Airstream and we really getting to work. <laughs> Took we, us about a year and a half to get there. We, we made a decision to stop watching renovation videos and stop looking at Instagram and Pinterest. And, and just go in and get it done. That's the right. best we knew how. And it turned out beautiful. And, and nobody will ever take away that adventure. Now, could I tell somebody else how to renovate a 1976 Airstream? Well, I could tell them what we did. I could tell them this is what we did, but there, th that's not going to be, that's going to be anything like our experience. I've told, I, I can't even tell you how many hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of questions 
people have asked me, well, what was it like to hike the Appalachian Trail? And the only thing I can ever come up to them and say is like, well, it was it was hard. <laughs> what, <laughs> you know? what, wow, do you sum it up? And they look at me like, well, that's not the answer I was, I was waiting I was, for you yeah. to say. I was waiting for you to say it was glorious. It was the most beautiful experience, you know, ever. And and it was but but the first response, I, I say it's it was hard. Well, because the adventure of that difficulty is really what you maintain as your experience. And that it's, was the reality of it, but that's not the adventure of it. You know what I mean? The yeah, adventure guess, was was all the the muck and the suck and the friendships and the and and the going into town and hitchhiking and you know when I did it, you know I actually used a payphone. I know, sit back, shocker. Um, but th- that was the adventure. The adventure was trying to figure out how to keep going and how to make it and how to get my stink out of my clothes and why is nobody sitting next to me <laughs> at the bar in Gatlinburg, you know? And uh, that was, like, when I think back, that was the adventure for me. It was, the, it was you know, the unknown that Mother Nature would throw at me every day and say, ah, wow, you look like you're getting a little comfortable out there. <laughs> let me, <laughs> let me throw you a punch. <laughs> <laughs> well, at the end of the day, we go out there to explore the trail because it's not a cookie-cutter experience from person to person or from trail to trail or experience to experience. That's why we go out there. If it was, we wouldn't find, we wouldn't find the value for ourselves in it. We'd all just be like robotic out there. So so more than anything, uh, our number four tip is, is create your own adventure. And our fifth tip is know why you're out there. It's so important for you guys to really understand, for me to understand why I'm doing something. Without the understanding and, and, and the... And the idea of like, this is why I'm doing this. This is like a core root of why I'm doing this. You're going to get very lost in the process. Well, you know, you don't get in your car and you don't, you know, just drive aimlessly. I mean, maybe. I mean, I do. You do. <laughs> but, I do. But, you know, usually, you know, you have a plan. You say, well, I need to get the, uh, you know, I need to get to point B. And so you kind of know where you want to go. But. It's it's always surprising to us when, you know, when in the spring we meet um, aspiring thru-hikers and the question I always ask, so if you see me walking around the Appalachian Trail kickoff, just so you know, I'm going to ask you, why are you here? And it's usually everything, sometimes you get causes, Sometimes you get other people's adventure. Usually it says, well, I saw this person. I saw this person on YouTube, but why are you here? Why are you there? And it, it has to be something inside of you that, because in the end, that's what's going to keep you going. Because it's going to be so easy to quit a thousand million times over in your head you got to know why you're there and yes causes are great i'm gonna go raise money for this okay that's great but why are you there why are you on the trail that's a secondary issue i'm gonna while i'm hiking i'm gonna raise money for well 
What benefit are you getting out of it? So there has to be value to you personally um, in your heart as to why you're there. For I, I mean, I can show you why I was there. I was there because um, I did not want to quit something. Um, personally speaking, um, you know, I, I, I did it to prove to myself I could do something so big with um, and to see it through from start to finish, from beginning to end. That was why I was there. And I love nature, you know, which I do. Um, but I, I, and so my, I knew right away why I was there. And I did want to quit a million times, a million times. But when I had that thought, I had to remind myself, well, but this is why I'm here. I mean, you know, quitting was easy. And I'd done that before. But why is this time different? Well, this time is different because I'm here to prove myself I don't I don't quit stuff. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, and that was the that was the challenge I had to face all the time for myself. So whether it's trying to reconnect with yourself, whether it's trying to walk away from the past. I remember the one year we were doing trail magic. And we had we had so many um, guys that were coming out of um, you know the Gulf War and um, the Iraq War that they would say. They, none of them stopped for trail magic, by the way, but there was a lot of them that year. And I remember asking, why are you here? And they go, I just need to walk for a minute. Yeah. So they knew why they were there. Mm -hmm. There was a, you could see it in their face and you could, you could see the look in their eyes. You know, they smiled, said, thank you. No, thank you. I just need to walk for a bit. And so they were putting their past behind them. And um, so when, you know, when you're out there, uh, you got to know why you're there. Because that's really going to make you successful when times suck <laughs> well there's enough obstacles that you face along the route the trail uh, other people conditions I, endless there's enough obstacles so when you face an obstacle you have to understand how hard you want to move past that obstacle yeah and you should not be your own obstacle <laughs> when That's you're true. out there trying to live your dream and live. Tip number 5.5. <laughs> Don't be your own obstacle. <laughs> Don't be your own obstacle. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, absolutely. So um, those are our, our five tips. We we hope that um, for new backpackers who are listening, of course, when we put this podcast out, we will share it in some of these Facebook groups um, so we can draw attention to, to, to help them get some value. And hopefully, so... They, you know, they say, yeah, you know, maybe this is value, maybe it's not. Everyone has to make their own decision on how they do it. Um, and, but more importantly about why they're doing it. And, um, and you want to, you want to give yourself a better than average chance. That's, that's all we're saying. Give yourself a better than average chance to successfully do what you want to do. So thank you guys so much for listening. Really appreciate that. If you enjoy this podcast, uh, please post a comment on Apple Podcasts and help spread the word about our podcast or any of our your favorite favorite podcatchers. Uh, we haven't done a review in a while. We haven't mentioned a review, so we wanted to do that today too. Um, so we got this on Apple Podcasts, and we really appreciate that. Um, I love this podcast. The chemistry and banter between the hosts is entertaining and the gear information is great. I love that they don't tell me what the best gear is. Thank you for saying that. Is But they tell me the pros and cons and let me decide what's important to me. So far, I've used their help to buy a headlamp 
and alcohol stove. Good for you. That's awesome. Also, the information about different hikes and trails is great. Thanks for creating such fun and inf- informative podcasts. Well, thank you so much. That was very, very nice. That was on Apple Podcasts. We really super appreciate that. Of course, our shout outs to our lovely and beautiful Facebook members. And of course, our patrons who uh, help support our podcast so much. John Phillips, Rick, Jerry, Shirley, Jerry, Suzanne Johnson, Brad Wolf, Helene, Mike Pellet, Jacqueline, Danny Bowen, Jack Masters, Amy Tappendorf, Jeff Nyman, Kathy Kinnison, Bob Esser, and Matthew Creecroft. Thank you guys so much for all the support and love that you give us. Patreon is a secure platform that lets you support your favorite podcast. All you need to do is create an account and go to, tr- <coughs> I'm sorry, Trust the Trail. And as little as $2 a month, get special benefits for exclusive content, including our Trust the Trail Gear Talk. Our podcasts are available on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all of the big ones and any of your other favorite podcatchers. If we're not on one, let us know and we'll get on there for you. Also, you can follow us on our Instagram account, Trust the Trail, and our Facebook page, Trust the Trail. So remember, the trail gives you everything that you are looking for. So trust the trail, you guys. Bye. Bye.